Okay. Ready? I can hear you drinking. Yeah, I didn't say I was ready. Okay. You asked me if I was ready. I took a slip of tea and then I was going to put my tea down. Okay, ready? Did you hear that great foley there? Putting the tea down, and then I was going to say, "Okay, I'm ready." If you don't look like a runner, if you're feeling a bad, if you buy your gift of Poland and love fitness and tech chat, if you don't matter in nonsense and it's boring on and on, if you don't look like a runner with your good first Nick and John. Hello and welcome to Don't Look Like a Runner, a nutritionally balanced podcast providing your weekly allowance of running, fitness, and tech. I'm Nick. I'm John. How are you? Is that the is that the intro from last week? Last week, um, no, I can't remember what I did say. I had I listened back to the pod. I did say I had one, didn't I? I can't remember you what came it was. Thinking about it, let me. Hang on, I've probably got it in my notebook. Hang on, this is my how prepared I am. Uh, da, 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 just see if I've written it down anywhere. You, you just fill for a minute. I'll try and find the intro. I mean, we, I mean, I did a good intro there, and you've kind of like really put the cat among camels of pigeons. Is that is that the right metaphor, mate? What? Put the cat amongst the pigeons? I don't think I don't think I've put the cat amongst the pigeons. Have you not? Certainly my so. certainly my my pigeons. My pigeons. Anyway. How's your week been? <laughs> week been. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been good. Did you find anything in the notebook? No, no. I must have not. I must have lied. Did you find your topics uh, for, the, for the week? Uh, what this week? Yeah. Oh, I've got topics, don't worry. Alright. I've got topics. They're multiplying. Follow up? Follow me up. Um I've not I've not got it. Got a great deal of follow up. All oh, right, good. I'm glad you, glad you brought it up then. I've had okay. So my main you... my main piece of follow up is um, the continuing um, terror campaign orchestrated by you against me. What? What? Via via the via the medium of the listenership. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I can. I I don't know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm sort of assuming you're probably correct. <laughs> you encourage them, Nick. You encourage them. Who did I encourage this time? Just everybody. Just everybody. everyone. Just, just continuing yeah. to muck you off. L- Louise is continuing to muck me off. She uh, she managed to blank me in the park the other day. So. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. We had a chat about that. Um, okay, good. She, she, she uh, I said, oh, you didn't, didn't say hello when I ran past you. You know how I feel about that. And she yeah. went, oh, I didn't expect you to be out that early in the morning, John. <sighs> Cuts you deep, okay. doesn't it? Your ability huh? to get up early. That's, uh, there you go. Hitting you where it hurts. Hello, Louise. Good, good to chat to you on the internet this week. Um, <laughs> anyone else want to abuse me? You know where I am. <laughs> it's at John Hickman all your abuse needs um, do, you, do you check the email very often John? yeah mm. did you see anything inter- interesting come into the email this week? no that's good, that's good I managed to get to it before you did then what? have you been deleting the emails now? I, uh, there was an email that was deleted yes you know right one of, one of, one of the many phrases that you Overused badly. But what? It's gaslighting. <laughs> I've not said that for you ages. You don't understand. You don't know what that word means, and you use it a lot on me. Going in and That's... deleting emails. You saying that? So you saying that is absolute classic gaslighting. What you just said is vintage gaslighting. <laughs> saying I use the word, which I don't, <laughs> and you're saying I don't know what it means. Yes, I, yeah, I do. I do. think episode five is the only episode in the archive that um, we'll you come, don't use gaslighting. We'll come to episode five, me. and I think that was probably part of your long con. <laughs> That's part of my gaslighting. Um, we'll come to episode five, but yes, I did delete an email because okay. uh, friend of a show who who was mentioned last week, Johnny, um, 
did actually send in some of the feeder fan fiction <laughs> into email. And uh, I was like, oh, 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 this will be good. This will be funny. Um, I read it. It's not, it's not amongst my best work, John, if I'm honest. Um, and I, I wanted to remove it from the email. Is there anything that you're able to share with us? Well, I, 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 I saw JT on, uh, on Sunday and um, he agreed that he couldn't find it. If that was the only one he could find, and he did agree that that was maybe like, he felt like I was running out of steam a little bit um, with the content of the feed of fan fiction and it wasn't, it wasn't representative of uh, the general quality. Right. Um, but no, it was... Uh, so it's like the latter seasons of The West Wing. It's not, it wouldn't even be funny to read it out because it just doesn't really make any sense. Uh, it was a lot of in-jokes between yeah. me and him, essentially just said by the members of And Fida. if it was towards the end, I'm sure you'd built up quite um, an elaborate universe for these characters to inhabit. Uh, yes, you, indeed. You'd really uh, so, need to start in episode one. So a lot of it, you'd really do. And you, also you had to be present uh, for a lot of our conversations outside of the... It was really was like a 360 media experience for Feeder Fanfic. Um, what you had to do was really like... You had to be there when we went to see Feeder and got uh, a signing. So we went to a Feeder signing at Ainley's uh, CD store in Leicester. Um, so some of the conversations we had with Feeder are included within the... Um, Within the fan fiction, um, it, which, which basically t- was tantamount to uh, John, the drummer of Feeder, just kept asking us for a fag constantly. Just kept saying, "You got any fags? You got a fag? You got a fag?" Um, so his running character in the fan fiction was just constantly saying, "Fag? Have you got a fag?" So that was the entire, the entire scope of his character arc. Um, and you also had to be present for a lot of conversations around my theory that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feeder's record yesterday went too soon was essentially a poor rehash of Free Colors Red's Revolt, um, which was a uh, which was a uh, something I believe for for, for many years um, it really was core to my my central character. So I mean I've got to be honest with you, Nick. I think the listenership of Runapod is a very broad church, but <laughs> do you think I may be firing a little bit too, too niche with that? I think, yeah. I just think if, if you if you run the numbers and you, you play the percentages, I think we'd need to increase our audience by a factor of possibly a hundred. Yeah. Before you found another listener who's ready for a conversation about three colours red. I assume let that, alone three colours red and their inspiration of feeder. Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, I assume that after a recording, we can have a quick chat about it. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So, so yes, um, the, the fan fiction was sent in, but it wasn't. It wasn't even. It's not like I'm not reading it out because it was funny and embarrassing. It just didn't make any sense. It was just weird. It wasn't. It wasn't how I remembered it. So, apologies. But I thought best for you not to even see it, John. I didn't want you to be subjected to that. That's fine. Well, well, well called. <laughs> okay. So that was, that, that was my follow-up. It's almost like. You thought you could trust me to only look at the emails about 10 minutes before mm-hmm. yep. recording. Yeah. You, you removed it 15 minutes ago, didn't you? No, I did. I removed it reasonably like soon after I'd seen it, but it had been in there for a while, but I was still fairly confident you'd not read it. So <laughs> I, I felt like I was on safe ground removing that. Any other follow-up from you, Nick? 
Um, there's been some people. Uh, would you call them haters? I don't know what you'd call them. Um, there's been. Let's say there's been a mixed reaction to the uh, surprise remix of a theme tune at the end of a show. Yeah, um, it seems to have gone over a lot of people's heads. So I thought it might have got a stronger reaction either way. Really, do you want to know my theory? What's that? People aren't listening to the end of a show. That's my that's my worry. <laughs> they're not actually uh, they're not actually listening all the way to the end. So I mean, I could bring up the stats and disprove you, but it's, that's fine. You can't have those stats. You can't have those. Stats. I've got the stats, mate. Um, so yeah, it's been a bit. Of, we've had some some positive feedback, which obviously I've, I've ignored, um, and some you know mild negative feedback, which has haunted me um, every night since. So it's been good. Good. It was a wonderful surprise. I was very excited by it. What inspired you to do that? Was it just the fact that we were talking so much about the theme song? Was it the, was it the fact that obviously, famously, you change the theme song every week? Famous. Well, speak. Yeah. So some of the negative criticism was from uh, Steve. Old shaky. Yeah. Strange, strange choice from Steve there. Old shaky, uh... ba- shaky Balboa. He uh, he came in with some uh, just 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 straight up didn't like it. Just. Whew. Cut me right to the core. Yeah. But yeah, he... Um, it wasn't because uh, Steve thinks that the theme tune changes every week. Um, th- there's a couple of reasons. One, there is... The, the I don't know if people notice this, but the start and ending theme tune are slightly different. There's a different mix. Um, and I had to... You were like, oh, drop the theme tune in here. So I did. And I used the one that I normally put at the end. And then I was like, well, what am I going to put at the end? I can't possibly play the same theme tune twice. So I made a new one. Uh, but also I was doing, I had to quite heavily edit the last episode. So I was in kind of like a bit of an audio production mindset. And I just sort of thought, oh, I can knock up a quick remix of this. And so I did. Yeah. So no, nothing more exciting than that, really. I quite like it, though. I, I enjoyed it. Now, um, this is this is a very theme song heavy episode already, I feel. Um, <laughs> I hope everyone's big fans of uh, fitness, running tech and theme song chat. Um You've you've alluded to the fact that there's a different mix at the end before, hmm. and um, I, I hesitate to mention this because I know what will happen. The next thing you know is you'll you'll get all of your get your army of internet trolls to tell me that they always, that they always knew, and that I'm wrong, like like with the words. But I don't think anyone noticed, mate. No, I can't imagine I did. It takes uh, it takes a cultured ear to hear. <laughs> And um, the quality of our listeners is is has already proved to me that's that's unlikely. I mean, some of them probably didn't even notice that the, the latest theme song was different. Um, so yeah, you know, what's 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 different about the end the end song? It's just a different mix. It's just a heavier mix. It's like a, right. it's the opening songs are basically acoustic. Right. You know, end theme songs, a bit more rocking. It's it's the same. It's the same performance, isn't it? Yes, yeah, different mix, 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 mix. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just do like do a can... soundboard with your own voice just then? <laughs> yeah. Did I confuse you with my technical jargon? A mix. Yeah. It's a different mix. <laughs> mix, mix, mix. <laughs> so, yeah, so theme song follow up. Is that all the follow up we got? I got some um, topics for you. I got, I got straight, straight into straight into episode uh, five chat. I would have thought, isn't it? Yes, that was a final bit of follow up. Okay, episode five chat. You you asked me to listen to you know you pick, you asked me to listen to episode five. You picked episode five at random, apparently. Did you? I don't think anyone's going to believe me that I did. 
because when I listened back to episode five, it was the perfect episode to ask people to go and listen to. What was that? The 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 gamut of topics that we that we went through, the things that we discussed. There there was a lot of setup for the rest of the show's run mm. packed into that episode. Also, um, coming off the back of a um, a theme song heavy chat episode, it obviously featured the old intro. Mm. But when the old intro was new, yeah. So it blew, blew my mind, mate. It was it was quite... Um, Danny, Danny died my head, that did. It was an iconic episode because it also featured, I believe, the first ever introduction to the show. Right. Because um, before we didn't introduce the show. It also featured the first <laughs> what, time we what were... What did we do? What? We just started talking. I mean, that's what we do now, but I cleverly edit it so it sounds like we actually start the show properly. Well, maybe not. Um, it also featured... So we, it was the first time that the, uh, the show was introduced... Right. Uh, in the classic style. Um, right. Again, laughably, it was referred to as a weekly podcast about running fitness and tech, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, there's also, it was the first time we recorded in the same room. Yep. Um, and it was one of my favourite episodes because it was after I had that horrific knee injury and I kept making you feel sick by showing it to you, which I, yes, you did. I enjoyed listening back to. Um, what, my, my notes on the episode were, were thus. Um, hell of a lot of running fitness and tech chat, mate. Don't know, don't know what we thought our brand was back then, but we so, we talked a lot about running fitness and tech, which now just seems like a very foreign concept. Um, so we had a lot of uh, a lot of that chat. We we also hilariously for me um, talked about the air shocks. I know aftershocks. Fuck me, am I ever going to call those the right thing? Aftershocks. Yeah. Uh, bone conducting headphones, and you were yeah. like, Nah, not for me, not for me. Yeah. Um, got them. Got them. Uh, and then we talked about the you Air- talked about the the AirPods yeah the AirPods said uh, got them got lost them got them again yeah yeah quite a roller coaster it, great it was... great 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 bit of chat about what you do if you ever lost one in that episode actually yeah what what, what did I say well we we just we discussed whether or not they'd be easy to lose and you were like nah they'd be fine mate well it took me a year to lose one I think that's pretty good um, so yeah we so it was quite amusing for me to listen to that I was going ah no probably not going to get those probably not going to get those and then within a year we both had well I've we've both got a pair of uh, bone conducting headphones uh, and I've got the AirPods so also have you noticed pretty much everyone at our workplace has got AirPods now yeah I'm surprised you started that I know I did I'm surprised you've not got on my hype well uh, uh, yeah thinking I mean, about it yeah. they're in the basket <laughs> I haven't quite pulled the trigger on that yet. I've got I've got a lot of other purchases I've got I've got to make at the minute. So um, that's sorry. I'm, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, it was a. I mean, I can show you the spreadsheet. I can... No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, we've put it in Google Sheets. I'll get a JSON feed out of that for you. Um, the yeah, it was it was quite the trail, wasn't it? That episode for for what was to come. Um, yeah, it, um, first so fresh face, so young and fresh face, so young and fresh face, so innocent, so keen to talk about running and fitness, fitness. <laughs> so keen to talk about it. Yes, yeah, decathlon um, got mentioned. Yeah, yeah, big, big, big decathlon chat in that episode. Ten really, really big, big tent chat it was a little tense. Tents were all over that episode. It's a big tent, mate. Yeah, had us from um, the start. We didn't even realise. And, and actually, you you reviewed a pair of Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, I was thinking about those, whether I should um, reinstate them, because I was loving them on that episode until I got my really AirPods, were. and then that's just changed my life. 
What else did we cover in there? Anything else? No. So, <clears throat> on um, on a fitness uh, branch of this conversation, rather than the, the tech branch, it was just before the Guernsey Marathon, and we had lots of chat about um, about whether or not you should trust the event with your hydration. Yeah. And famously, <laughs> the uh, I, I messed up the hydration on the Guernsey yeah. Marathon. <laughs> So that that was uh, that was quite bittersweet for me to listen back to naive me. That's fine. I'll have everything that I want. Now I assume that the listeners haven't. I assume they haven't listened to this. I mean, it must be uh, must be arduous enough to listen to one episode a week uh, of our weekly podcast and let alone cramming in another one. Um, but I wonder if if you'd have chosen any other episode, would we have had the same kind of like, you know. Call forwards, Nostalgia. yeah. No, would it have been like the encap- like episode five is like an encapsulation of uh, of the podcast really well? Actually, uh, I wonder if any other episodes are. I mean, in a way, I hope not, because otherwise, it just seems like we're doing the same thing all the time. So, yes, that's a bit. I don't really want to open that. that no, I, I, th- I think I think we got lucky. Yeah, um, I don't think I'm ever going to repeat the experiment. No, let's keep that box closed. We could do what um, you know, you know, uh, the famous podcasts that have got lazy and don't bother to record anymore, and just put out retro episodes each week. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Answer me this. Ask, um, so we could ask for uh, we could ask for people to vote for their favourite one. <laughs> yeah, and and, what? and then do a season of that. That's what uh, Reply All did, didn't they? They did a season of yeah shows that people had voted for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, answer me this. Just literally put out old episodes now. Occasionally permeated with one every six weeks or something. I don't, I've never listened to that. You know, uh, Aaron Pod, tell us your favourite episode, and we'll uh, we'll drop it back in the feed for you. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Maybe maybe um, the lost episode will. I was thinking about it at the gym. I wonder if the lost episode will ever rear its ugly head. How desperate I, must? Will we ever get desperate enough? Right to put out a lost episode. I was just going to say that to you. I think maybe we should re-listen to it and see if there's anything oh, there. Oh, I don't know. What's more likely, me reading the feed of fan fiction on air or right. putting out the, the last episode? Um, if I ever get any of the good the good ones, if Johnny uh, can ever find any of the good ones, maybe I'll read one of those. But yeah, the, the one he sent me was just not good enough. Just not even up to my normal standard back then. How do you feel about Pockets with Zips these days, Nick? Still a big fan. I don't know why you think my opinion would have changed on that. Just interested. You you tend to run very hot and cold with things. You, uh, I think, you spent about twenty minutes of uh, episode five talking about pockets with zips. I'm a volatile character, John. My emotions are very close to the surface. Um, oh yeah, yeah, big big fan. I'd have uh, I'd have pockets with zips on everything if I could. <laughs> if I could, if I had my way, the only pockets that exist would have zips on them, and everything would have pockets. Oh, right, I think we're done with episode five. Okay, good, good. I have some... Spin spin the roulette wheel of running fitness and tech. I have some... Tech. Fi- fitness chat for you, John. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, uh, you can tell me how much you want to go into this. Um, this, this tale was preceded by a patented Nick Morton meltdown... Would you like to hear more about the meltdown? Um, I'm going to say yes. You know that. Okay. Uh, it was a Nick Morton, this is one of my specialities, a weight loss meltdown. Uh, mm. 
been doing the weight training for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, first six weeks feeling really good, feeling you know, looking, feeling like I'm changing shape. Hadn't been tracking myself, hadn't hadn't weighed myself, hadn't um, measured myself, which I said I was going to. And after about six weeks, just started to go. Hmm, am I am I actually progressing? Hmm, maybe I'm not progressing. I haven't measured myself, so I don't know if I'm progressing. But now. I'm too terrified to measure myself in case I haven't been progressing, so I'll never know. So I'll right. assume I haven't and end up in a pit of despair over it all. Absolute classic. Vintage road I like to go down uh, at every available opportunity. Um, alongside the, the weight train, I was uh, doing the calorie counting, so the same sort of level I was uh, last year, which was around 1,800 calories a day. Um, and I was sort of talking to my PT about this. Um, do, you, do you want to explore the meltdown any further? It was pretty horrible. Uh, quite, was... qu- quite the crash. Okay. Um, Go on then. Keep going. <laughs> so tell me more. Uh, but no, anyway, so so out, out of the end of this meltdown, um, I started trying to talk to my PT about it, just saying like, you know, not not feeling like a progress in, but I'm not. Uh, oh, sorry, no, I'm unsure if I'm progressing, but I can't bring myself to actually check because if it's bad news, then I can't deal with that. But then, yeah, anyway. Um, and he's like, okay, right. Uh, well, let's have a look at your calorie stuff. And I was like, yeah, there you go, you know. And um, he's like, okay, cool, right. Uh, leave it with me. He's like, right, what's your height, weight, and training like how many days, days a week you're doing so gave me all that info he goes right I'll come back to you okay so he, the next session he comes back to you, he's like right okay I've worked, I've worked out uh, so bear in mind I'm, I'm, I'm on 1800 calories right you know training and uh, he goes right I'll come back I've come back to you mate I've got, I've got I've got what calories you need to be eating per day to lose weight I was like oh fucking hell go on man go on man he goes right uh, yeah so you need to eat 3000 a day what I was like you, you what pal he's like yeah yeah you need to uh you literally need to eat 3,000 a day um, to lose weight. And I'm like, but uh, I'm eating like a lot less than that. And I'm not like, yeah, I'm not. So what? Um, and I've, I have, I have to say, I have heard this before um, that I'm not eating enough to see results. So right. I remember a few years back, um, I tried Weight Watchers. Okay. And uh, it's a points-based system, right? So yeah. it's like basically calories and saturated fat. but yeah. yeah. Calories and saturated fat. And it, it works out, right? And they were like, right, you need to eat, um, I think it was like 34 points a day. And then as you lose weight, you reduce that number. Um, in line with your weight loss, so that you you kind of keep reducing down. And okay. I was, and I was like, well, no, fuck that. What I'll do is I'll start at the number that I want to be, so like twenty six, because I want to get down to like twenty six points. So I'll start there, right, and then that'll be fine. I'll get there quicker. Um, right. But what actually happened was, I lost weight to begin with, and then plateaued and couldn't do anything about it. Right. Does that story sound familiar? In the uh, yeah, it's, it sounds one hundred percent on brand. Yeah, it doesn't adjust, and 
he's like essentially he he didn't know that but he was like he just explained that exact same thing back to me this time around yeah he's like if you're starting off a heavy yeah. deficit yeah where do you go from there when yeah. you've kind of when your body's adjusted to it and you've lost yeah. like you've lost some you just and then you hit a plateau and you can't go anywhere because you can't reduce any further um and he's also like all this of us all you know under eating this amount as well not only will it kind of your, your body will hold on to fat because it's like ah you know am I, i'm not eating enough right um but also it's going to affect how much you can train the like the level you can train at and and yeah. lots of other things that are um you know actually going to be beneficial for you in getting in shape Mm-hmm. So I was—I I kind of understood it. He sent me some articles and stuff to read. Obviously, on the internet, you can find if you search for like this sort of stuff, you find as many articles calling it bullshit as any other. Um, but I will say that it's—it is—it's not like a far-fetched, weird diet. It's just like eat this amount of calories and make sure mm-hmm. you've got this balance of carbs, proteins, and fats. Um, and. Uh, so like, okay, we'll give it a go. So the idea is, I'll eat, I'll eat that amount. As I lose weight, that'll reduce, and it will just keep reducing alongside my weight, so that I'm always working to a deficit. But I was sort of looking, I was looking at it going, oh, this, you know, I just can't get my head around this. And I actually looked at my Fitbit because um, you know Fitbit tracks calorie burn through the day based on your activity and all that sort of jazz. Yeah, have you looked at that for yours at all? Yeah. So I was looking at like, okay, right. Well, let's let's have a look at what what have I been burning on average. Um, and on average, I burn between 3,500 and 4,500 a day, depending on training. Right. <clears throat> so I am, if I'm burning that, let's assume that's relatively accurate because it's all like it does it based on heart rate and stuff mm-hmm. um, and like steps and exercise. So if you assume that's true, if I was eating 1,800, that's a huge deficit there is, and you can see why maybe the body's reacting not great to that so i've been doing it for a week um i haven't expected to lose any of that first week because i imagine the first week of eating considerably more food every day you might go up a little bit before you come back down but mm. I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to trust in the process but my yeah. observations so far um first few days just horrific. I, don't, I, I was like, how the hell am I going to eat this much food? Um, the, other th- the, the key thing is the, is the macros, right? So it's the splits of carbs, proteins, and fat. So you can't just right. go like, oh, well, I'll just like eat a load of shit and get my 3,000 calories. You actually have to eat, mm. eat 3,000 good calories, okay. uh, which is quite, <clears throat> quite a challenge. Um, I have kind of worked out that if I can front load it, so... I've managed to get myself a 1200 calorie breakfast. Oh my God. That, but it doesn't feel like, um, a 1200 calorie breakfast sounds like I've gone to little chef and, uh, ordered, <laughs> ordered like the Hercules breakfast or something. Uh, but no, what it is, it's, I've seen you getting, uh, getting some pancakes on the side when you go from McDonald's <laughs> breakfast, mate. I, I bloody would love uh, to do that. Um, Alex, I'll tell you what it is. It's, um, two slices of brown toast with a bit of spread. Um, and then a shake that consists of two scoops of protein powder, mm-hmm. three scoops of porridge oats, 
um, a tablespoon of peanut butter, a banana, a bit of almond milk, and some water, blended up. And oh, right, so the, the oats, the oats get liquidized. Yeah, well, it, it, to be honest, I started doing it because I was doing overnight oats, which I love, with that same recipe. But then I was forgetting to do them. So if I forget to do them, I just basically take the same thing and make it into a into a smoothie. If I remember to do it, I do it as a overnight overnight oats thing. Um, but yeah, they get blended up so you can drink them, and that that plus the toast plus um, a tassimo latte is yeah about eleven hundred, uh, and it's it's <clears throat> pretty much on my balance of. I thought you said it was a sixteen hundred. So what's the extra five hundred on top? Did I say 1,600? I didn't mean 6. Mm. No, I thought I said, did I say 1,200? 11, 1,200? Anyway, it was 1,100. It's not 1,600. Okay. I, I may have misheard, sorry. <clears throat> That's all right. Uh, yeah, so, 11, so 1,100 at breakfast. Um, and, yeah, so I'm trying to front load it. My aim is to get, because what I don't like is having a really heavy dinner at night. Right. So I'm trying to get to about 2,200 by the time I have dinner so that I can just have a normal dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has helped, but it took me a while to work out and adjust to um, to doing that. So yeah, heavily front load on breakfast, a couple of protein shakes through a day. Because the other thing I noticed when I looked at my macros from when I was eating the lesser calories, my split was uh, quite low protein mm-hmm. and quite high fat and carbs. So I wasn't eating good a good mix really whereas now i have to have 25 percent protein um and 25 percent fat 50 percent carbs so that's that represents more protein than i would have been eating before so i'm having to i'm doing these protein shakes to both lift the calories but also get get protein into me um as well as picking protein like normal foods that we've got good amount of protein in um and it's it's all right it's starting to become less horrific one of the days I just felt like a whale and I thought I was going to throw up. It was just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, front loading seems to help. What's interesting is like you would think having that much for breakfast, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to want to eat again till later. But I think my body is adjusting to it now and it's, I'm starting to get hungry like when you would expect to, um, you know, through the day. So it, it, I think I can feel it adjusting and, and kind of burning the food off. Uh, I think it's like kicks, you know, eating early helps your metabolism, all that sort of stuff as well. Uh, training wise, uh, I have incre- in that one week I've increased what I'm lifting quite considerably in every. Um, I mean, that's, area. It's, it's got to be said that's probably down to not kind of arriving. As a weedy man with no new, no, yeah, yeah, no, hundred uh, percent, yeah. That's it. It's like it is. It's not like suddenly I've. Um, I mean, obviously, having more protein and having more calories gives more fuel to turn to muscle, but that's not going to happen over a week. So yes, it is literally just having the 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 energy in me to do the workout. I. I I'm sort of look back at it now and think I was being crazy, looking at that Fitbit mm. calorie burn and then looking at what I was eating and expecting to be able to train at any sort of decent level was just, I don't know what I was thinking really. Well, I didn't know about the nutrition element of what you were doing last week, but um, if you remember, because I did listen back last week, uh, I, I did sort of say to you, like, don't 
be trying to do so much because you were talking about having a big run and a gym workout and mm. if you add on onto all of that like keeping your calories well below 2000 then you could end up just not achieving anything well i i could end up doing exactly what i did which was completely burning out not mm-hmm. not seeing any results mm-hmm. and getting really fucking depressed about it so it's like there's a lesson for you um don't don't be an idiot um i'll, I'll send the article round yeah uh, which has as well a calculator so if anyone wants to let's say send it around i'll give it to you to put my show notes if everyone, <laughs> anyone wants to work out what like if they want to kind of follow the same sort of thing for their training plan um, and it gives you like the different options. Like, do you want to maintain? Do you want to gain weight? Do you want to lose yeah. weight? Do you want to lose ten percent? All that sort of stuff, uh, and then adjust it accordingly. If you're weight training, have, you can increase the protein balance as well. Um, so yeah, Go have on. you added monitoring sleep into the mix yet? Because we talked about this before the the summer break. I'm going to call it. I haven't. I haven't started monitoring sleep. But what the last thing I was going to tell you about this um, new eating thing yeah. is the first day. The first night after I started doing it, I had the best night's sleep I've had in mm. months. Mm. And I was telling the, the trainer about this, and he was like, well, probably because your body wasn't waking up thinking it was like, you know, <laughs> kind of like fight or flight, like waking yeah. up going, I need to eat, I need to eat, I need to eat. Um, yeah, I had like the best night's sleep, just completely uninterrupted sleep, straight through a good like eight eight hours. Um so yeah, it made a made a big difference straight away to that. Um, so yeah, so it feels I feel better. I feel better mentally. I feel better physically. I've not seen any movement on the scales yet, but I don't expect to. Luckily, I've not seen any movement up, so I've not actually put weight on this week. Having so yeah. so essentially, if my choice is to not lose weight but eat twice as much food or eat half the amount of food and still not lose weight, I'll take the one where I eat loads of food, please. <laughs> Because, you know, at least it means I can train harder. So, yeah, so it's, it's, I'm feeling positive about it. I don't know. I need to measure myself. Tomorrow morning, I've, I've promised for trainer I will measure myself tomorrow morning um, to check progress because the scales are just not necessarily going to be the way to, for me to look at it with weight training. But I definitely feel stronger. I can feel, I can feel muscle growing so i i do know that it's i'm going in a good direction and i'm working hard at it um but it was quite a shock when he said you need to eat three thousand calories i was like i don't know how i'm gonna do that um but yeah i'm finding my way nice questions comments thoughts observations my main comment and and <clears throat> sorry my link my main line of questioning was was about the sleep um, and you've you've answered that. I'd be interested to hear how you how you progress on this point. Yeah, I, I should probably start monitoring this sleep, but I just don't like I said before. I start wearing a watch in bed, but needs must perhaps. I've got a thing we got sent, um, which I don't think I'm going to use, which I can send to you, which is a non-wearable sleep tracker. Yeah, is that one you put under your pillow or something? Yeah. Um, so uh, we bought a new uh, new bed and mattress as part of the new house and we just got given it as part of the, the package and it yeah it goes it goes underneath yeah. Yeah right. So we've got one of those um got one of those internet mattresses that, that, that they have now. Go on. Running sleeping in tech. Go on. Um so you're you're familiar with this that there's 
Zumba, Casper. I don't think anyone's called Zumba, is it? Casper, Eve, Simba, Lisa, Mufasa, <laughs> uh, Lightning McQueen. All these companies they sell. Um, they sell these mail order mattresses that come in a box, um, so you can actually get them into into properties. John, you John, you won't believe how big how small the box is. They can deliver. Well, they deliver it on a bike. It, you won't believe it. Well, I'm, I'm, I want to. Okay, so I want to. I want to interrogate that a little bit. What bike? Exactly, they're delivering this on. It's very heavy. It's one of those Sons of Anarchy trikes. That's what it is. <laughs> it's very heavy, and it is still quite large. It's um, in dimensions. It's it basically takes up the same. If you were playing a tile-based game, right, mm. where you've got little characters and they're moving around and they'll take up the same amount of space. It would take up the same tile space as a child. Right. Right. It's, it's basically the same height, the same width, same width as a child. It's just, it was like two kids standing together. It's about that size. <clears throat> it's a big old box. It's a big old box. I don't think you, don't think you can legally... Hang on, that's not a big box. Well, no, well, my child's bigger than yours. He's nine. Yeah, but even so, it's not a big box for a mattress, is it? Is it, was it a double? King? Queen? King. So King. It's a king-size mattress in the size... Try all right next time. The get, width, get your child and try and shove, shoulders. Try and shove a king size mattress into him. See how see how that works. It's the width. It's the width of, of, of a kid's shoulders, like around every dimension, and it's 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 about sort of four four and a half foot high. Right. Okay. So, if let, let me thought, thought experiment for you. If you put um, your child into a room and he yeah. was just turning around in a circle, you're saying that he would take up the the same surface area, right? Same volume. Yeah. Volume, yeah. If he was doing that, yeah. and you walked in, you wouldn't say, move that fucking mattress with you. It's right in the way. It doesn't take up that much space, does he? Well, I think this is a net win for for the mattress companies, if it's the size of a child. They should use oh, no, that. It, it's, it's very... I mean, I, you know, I started, I started the story saying that. It's great. You can get it, actually get it in the house and get it up the stairs without bending it around corners. Yeah. Because I don't have to bend children around corners to get them in rooms. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So it's a big win. Um, but um, it's heavy, I don't though. think you can put it on a bike, legally. <clears throat> right. I don't know, have you seen those delivery chaps? They've got those big ba- boxes on the back, haven't they? Yeah, but it weighs the same as a mattress. <laughs> well, that's see, that's where they get you, the, the sheer density of it. That's going to be, yeah. that's be... That's a heavy child. It's like, how many people can you fit in a Mini? Well, like... Four, if you want to drive it, <laughs> you could put it on. You could. Do, do you think they have? If uh, if it's the size of a child, do you think they get one of those child seats? You put on the back of a bike and right. strap it in. I mean, you're getting overly fixated on that. Not on me, that mate. Size the advertisers. That's what they. That's the ad copy they make everyone read about how they deliver it on a bike. That's the yeah, whole if thing. you have a, if you have a mattress, you, you have to put it in a booster seat in a car. Mm. Um, <laughs> No, you, you, you couldn't... You, I don't think... I do not believe that you could legally put this on a bicycle and transport it. Okay. But Mattress did... designers were so busy wondering if they could transport <laughs> a mattress on the back of a bike, they didn't stop to think if they should. Did you... Um, I assume it wasn't delivered on a bike then? No, it came no. in a truck. <laughs> Two blokes carried out of a truck. Um, okay, well, this is a bit heavy. It only looks the size of a kid, but it's very heavy. <laughs> Pop a bike uh, away, John. Yeah, very good. Just take it upstairs. <laughs> did uh, did you get the thing where you open it and it like inflates itself and it looks really weird? 
this so this is this is the other thing you're the, shattering the, the, my my podcast advertising dreams the other here, the other the other big thing we go oh yeah and get your friends around because it, it goes whoosh when you open it and it makes a bit of a sound <laughs> i've had i've had more excitement from vacuum seals when i've been popping the seal on instant coffee oh no that is I good though. That, though. that is good a smell oh you never quite oh. get it back um you were uh, i had a vision then um of you essentially like a bonfire night of you doing a little barbecue people standing outside <laughs> with gloves and hot dogs ready for you to open the mattress and you just go <laughs> oh so i mean it, to a certain extent it was that um I I have given up on ever having advertisers, obviously. Sure. But the list of advertisers that we've not um, alienated is getting shorter and shorter each episode. Well, um, if if we can segue into our, our our pitching show that we said we were going to do, for a long time I've wanted to do uh, a podcast where we pick apart the various advertisers from podcasts each week. Well, this We've was, done Harry's razors. We did them up a treat. But this was my uh, this was my idea. But I didn't want to pick them apart. I wanted to actually review the products. No. Why is it always going to be so negative of you? Because because I'm a bitter man. I know. But why do you have to bring it on everyone else? Sorry. Can't we just all sit around reading feeder fanfic and having a good time <laughs> on our Lisa slash Casper slash Mufasa mattress? So with the. <laughs> With the theatre of the opening of it, it, it <laughs> I did. I did genuinely say to the kids, apparently it gets really exciting when you open it. Oh, no. And uh, I, I said to Karina, I'm going to open the mattress a bit. She's like, well, I've, I do have to make lunch. So well, do you want me to wait? And she's like, no, I want you to unwrap the mattress, please. I thought, don't you want to see it when it goes? Which she goes, mm, no, you're all right. So in the end, two, two of the family abandoned me, and just me and Josh upstairs. And we opened it and... To use the uh, to go back to your fireworks analogy, it was it was a bit like the Catherine wheel. Ugh, yeah. Do you remember the Catherine wheel? You you get that nailed to a piece of wood, mm. and it would get lit and it would not really do anything, and you'd think nothing was going to happen, and then it would kind of go and do a couple of turns, mm. and it just oh, why have we done that? It was it made a noise. Did you? They're a bit stinky. Have you heard about that? No, but I want to know, did you lean over to Josh and say, uh, just just tell your mother it was great, okay? Cheers. <laughs> so, st- glad I didn't, uh, so, so glad I didn't get the tripod out to uh, film it. <laughs> get your motion stabiliser rig up. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be wild, man. Josh, go and get the GoPro. <laughs> get a different angle. What, what do you mean it's stinky? So one of the things about them is that there's a lot of... Um, I'm, I'm sure it's safe, but um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of plastics in there, a lot of chemicals. Oh yeah, good thing you're sleeping on and, it. Uh, yeah, so it seems like the ideal thing to put next to your face. <laughs> um, and when when it comes out of the packet, you get the new car smell. Only it's horrible. Oh. So you um, you want to get it set up early in the day so it's got time time to air out. But in terms of good night sleeps, mate. The, don't don't believe the bicycle hype. Don't believe the whoosh of air hype. Do believe that you'll be able to get it upstairs in, into your room more easily than any other mattress, and do believe that you'll have a crack in sleep. I'm so so pleased with it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What's the, uh, I don't know what the official term is, uh, what, what's the stiffness ratio you're working with? Is it a stiffy or is it a, a softy? Um, well, the idea of it is that it's very firm but also very giving. Well, I mean, those, those seem like contradictory yeah, qualities. It's, it's different, there's, a, there's like a stack of different foams. I mean, I heard it had just the right sink and just the right bounce. Is that true? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm, I probably okay. should have just got a, an ad read copy to to read out to you. But yeah, that that's a, that is that is fair. The only thing that they don't put in the ad copy is the fact that it stinks. Well, the, the sink and sink and bounce thing is you you you'll you'll sink into it just a little bit, and you'll feel it kind of supporting you in a in a pleasant and enfolding you in a pleasant way. But then you, you'll know that you're not going to sink deeper than that. Right, okay. It's firm as underneath. Okay. Um, I, I've also got the pillow, mate. I'm such a... Really? You're such a mark. Such um, a tragedy. Was this advertised on Instagram or...? <laughs> What's... Uh, my my question about these... Are these, all, are these all basically the same mattress? Like, regardless of which company you buy it from, it's basically just the same... It's all manufactured in their own German warehouse. And yeah, just ship I, them I, out think, to, I think they bought the factory. They, bought the factory. they liked it so much they bought the factory and then they just ship them out to all these different people. I I suspect... Yeah, I, sus- I, I suspect the supply chain is very common between them all. Okay. The the assembly might be different. Um, you know, it might happen in a different place, but... Well, it's, it's like computers as well, you know, like there's there's only... They've all got Samsung hard drives in them. Yeah, so I, what I'm wondering is, I wonder if this is a pattern... Because this whole thing about them being third on the bike and being that small, that's that's across the board, right? This whole thing yeah. about them filling up with air. I mean, so I'm wondering if the technology of these mattresses have been patented and licensed out to multiple companies who then go and implement that in their own manufacturing lines. That's what I'm wondering. So I'm wondering if there's a common common patent that people are using here for the technology. I don't I don't I don't I don't know. If don't know a I patent, just assumed you would have researched it before you brought on the podcast mate, but whatever. If well if, if there was if there was a patent then someone's making a lot of money and not bothering to make any mattresses. So well done then. <laughs> yeah, well done then indeed. Well done. Well done. I wish I'd got on that gravy train. So which of the uh, which of the fifteen companies did you go with? I'm not gonna tell you that. I don't want to compromise my OPSEC. Okay, fair enough. In case somebody looks through their order records. Goes and goes and sniffs around your street to see who's in house stinks. Yeah, yeah. I mean some 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 things some things nick a private. Okay. Um, and a man's mattress is, is one. Well, yeah, but I mean, because what what distinguishes any of these things from one another? Um, just just the branding. So you'll you'll learn too much about me if you know which brand I went for. Also, if you mention it, then you'll start getting Instagram ads for it. So keep it on the yeah. down low. Keep it on the down and low. And you know, I want to be I want to be amenable to uh, to to Casper or Simba or Mufasa or Eve. Uh, should they come <laughs> asking for an ad spot? That's true. Just to, and yeah. So basically, if you're an advertiser who sells mattresses, and you just listen to that, we weren't talking about your mattress. No, we definitely your weren't. mattress is better. Your mattress definitely can be delivered on a bike. Correct for the right for the right amount of money. And it's the, your mattress is the wushiest. Oh, it wush. It's that is like a that's like a big big pop of firework. That's not like a rubbish Catherine wheel. Yeah, it's your your mattress is so good that it's actually an organised display. <laughs> With a licensed bar. Oh, nice. Yeah. And a fairground to the side. Oh, great. Um, I have a few minutes if you'd like to talk about some tech. I've got some tech questions for you. 
Oh. You've got some tech questions for me. I have, yeah. Okay. We never followed up because it was, you know, <laughs> within the last week, in inverted commas. We never followed up on the Apple event, John. Okay. I've got two, two rough questions for you. Right. First question. Yes. Where are we going to buy a phone from in the future? Because nobody seems to want to do the phone that's actually going to fit in my hand. Hmm. You were hoping for the SE2, were you not? I was. And instead what you got was a discontinuation of the SE. So you cannot buy a small phone that's, from that is, Some might say that's the opposite of what I wanted. It, it sounds certainly like, like very much in that wheelhouse of opposite land. I'm concerned. Um, there's, there's people who are hoping that maybe down the line a smaller version of uh, the newer models might be released. Right. Um, but I'm not hopeful. I fear that once my phone dies... So I you suspect make... that Apple have been brave again? They've been very brave. Very brave. Been brave, okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, they've got... Rid of... But, but you, it's not like you can go, oh, well, I'll buy an Android phone. There are no small Android phones. Nobody does small phones anymore. No one respects the man who wants to do something with his left hand whilst on his phone. It's just... A real kick in the teeth. Um, the, 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 there are a few manufacturers who are doing small Androids, but... Oh, really? Talk to me. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, when I was looking at Androids, I looked at Wiley Fox and they've got a small one. Yeah. Um, they probably won't be able to get any parts when uh, Brexit happens because I believe they're British. So, uh, well, exactly. So that's, so that's that on the toilet. That's um, an okay. On the toilet? Down the toilet, surely. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows where that is? Hmm. Is it, they, they, they tried to get rid of this form factor before, and it came back. So, yeah, sort of, yeah, sort of. I mean, they're still selling the 5S when they bought the SE, but I know what you're saying. Maybe I think I think there's quite a lot of people who feel the same way as us. I don't think we're outliers. Um, mm. And they keep going, "Oh yeah, but big phones sell." It's like, yeah, but that's all you sell. So, yeah. That's that's a self fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? If you just if you only sell big phones, then big phones are going to sell. So I'm, well, this is, I'm this hopeful. Is the, uh, this is the barbecue that doesn't sell vegetarian stuff all over again, which we talked about, didn't we? The barbecue that sorry, rewind. The barbecue sure that doesn't sell this. vegetarian stuff. I'm sure we talked about this. No, what are you talking about? There's, there's no, there are no vegetarian options at the barbecue at the cricket club, right? Because nobody buys them. But right. there are loads of vegetarians who regularly say. <laughs> But we'd buy something if you sold it. Yes, I see what you're saying. You haven't told me about that before, but I, I see what you're saying. I'm sure we got into that. We mm. we, uh, we don't talk about protein enough. <laughs> no, I, did, I, did, I was going to get into it during the uh, nutrition chat, but maybe we'll talk about it next week. Mm. Cauldron, so, uh, Cauldron have re, um, redone all their packaging, and I, I haven't seen the normal outcry on the internet. Don't talk about, dirty to about me, about Cauldron. I, oh. I assume it's because all of us vegetarians are too weak to go on our phones and complain. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah, so that, that was my big thing. Getting 3,000 calories of high protein and not eating meat was pretty hard. Um, Just eat a, pa- eat a packet of cauldron sausages a day, you'll be fine. Or, or do what I'm doing now and drink in protein shakes constantly. Um, so Such tech bro. You've got, you've got a... Yeah, yeah, I, oh, I haven't even got into the fact that I'm thinking about getting some Huel. Anyway. Shut up. I am. Let's talk about it's it next a shame, week. It's a shame to end the podcast this way. I oh, know, I'm sorry. We'll talk about it next week, but I may be drinking Huel by the time that uh, we talk. Um, Lock in your gains, bro. Lock in your gains. My, my final tech question for you based on the Apple <clears> event is, have you bought an Apple Watch yet? Nope. 
Okay. Well, you know, in episode five, I was very clear about it. <laughs> you were very, you were strong and stable and very clear. Yeah. Not for you. No. Not even for you now. Not even with it. It's doing the things that we said famously with the things we wanted out of a, a smart. Right, it's, about, it's about time, Johnny. I've listened to us. Quite right. So, Johnny, about the phones. It's. <laughs> He's a tease, isn't he? He gives and he takes. I know, but but the watch is—it's doing the things we want now, mate. You can go for a run without your phone. It's—it's the—it is the—it's living that dream. You can easily move podcasts over to it. Can you? Yeah, and connect your AirPods to it or your any Bluetooth headphones. Over mm. okay, Overcast has now got a standalone watch app. How's that battery? Batteries—you've uh, got your full day, so same as your phone essentially. Bit of a readjustment you'd have to make after being a Fitbit wearer, but you know it's workable. They look good. Bigger face, bigger face now. Um, so sorely tempted, I have to say. I'm pretty tempted. Well, this is what episode thirty three, thirty five. I don't know. A number. So when we come, when we when we loop back in around episode seventy and say, everyone go back and listen to this episode, we'll be we'll be laughing about the fact that you and I have got five Apple watches. <laughs> The, I tell you what, the problem is that it's 400 quid. I mean, that is a lot of money. That is, I might only get four. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's that's a lot of dollar to drop on a watch, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, I don't, we, we were just getting back into that conversation about the fact that watches used to be expensive but used to be assets. Yeah. Um. They still nobody has quite squared that off yet. Yeah, you used to get a nice watch, and that was your nice watch for life. Now it's kind of like you get a nice watch to throw away. I don't think it's as bad as it was initially. So initially, like they were very much like clearly that tech wasn't going to last. But you know, older older watches are still being supported. So I think it's getting a little bit better. But yeah, I mean, you're looking at like two three years. So four hundred quid to two three years is quite. It's quite an outlay. It's the same sort of outlay you put on your phone, isn't it? Like, yeah, that ratio. So, oh, but I have to say, I'm tempted. I'm super tempted. I might loop back and find out what's happening in the smart dress watch category. I think mm. it's a, that's a that's a high into nothing, mate. It's a road to nowhere. It, it's, I just wanna, it's I, be, I, what, I, what I'm saying is, I want to know what happens to those couple of brands that we looked at last time when we were talking about. Um. Was it Tiso who had one? And then when it, essentially they were saying once it becomes unsupported because you can't load the new version of Android on it, then you can swap it for a, a dumb watch. Mm. I want to see how that was going. I might, I might look back on that. Well, Withings have bought themselves back. They, have they? they bought themselves back from Nokia. So they might start doing some interesting stuff. Um, I do I I'm like, not a canvas I like this, this it, year, mate, because I can't. I like it on principle. I like the idea of a kind of like almost analog smartwatch, but yeah. I just can't see how it can compete with the functionality. And yeah, it, it's it's that thing. It's that dream. Maybe in a few years it will be realised, but right now, I don't think it's it's there. Well, that was a a topic heavy show. Uh, I feel like we've had a few episodes where we've just rambled absolute bollocks um, and we've actually talked about some fitness and tech there which is uh, maybe episode 5 inspired us to get back on topic cool one one last thing about episode 5 um, you used to say peace out well, I, I, I think I said it once that one, that one time hmm. 
Yeah, okay. you, you, what, you, what, what, you want me to say it now? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, just, uh, I'm just challenging on that point. Was that a conscious decision to drop the out? Or? It, I'm just... No, just a, it was fine. It was, I said it once. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. Format changes. Uh, difficult. Please. If you want to uh, tell Nick about his remixes, please tweet us at Runnerpod or email um, uh, remix at runnerpod.com. Um, look at the show notes. There will be links in there to some things we mentioned. And um, bye. <laughs> peace out. Just peace. Peace. If you don't like a runner, if you're feeling a little sad, if you buy your gear from Poundland and love fitness and tech chat, if you don't want a little nonsense and it's boring on and on, if you don't look like a runner with your good friend Nick